All right, picture me living perfectly and perfect. And I'm here with a very special guest. It is the most special person in my life. The most important person in my life. They ask me who I do and who I do it for. It's my very own special guest, Tyran Jr. Oh. Say hello. Um, um, can they it's hear me? It's my baby. Yes, look, that's you right there. Oh. You're at the bottom. <laughs> it's my baby. Y'all may know him as June from, you know, y'all are all his... Um, and at this point, it's only like a few of y'all that are listening. This is just going to be a quick intermission. Just to introduce June and let him talk to y'all a little bit. He don't want to talk to y'all. He is under duress. And this is all of our social or internet aunties and aunt uncles of uh, June here. Say hi. <laughs> He's definitely under duress. He's not in trouble. And if I was him, I would be live. I would be so excited for what I'm about to receive. But I'll just go ahead and say it. His dog chewed up his AirPods. And he's been asking for over a month to replace these AirPods. Am I saying it right? Is it AirPods or AirPods? know what they're called. No, I don't. I say AirPods. Sometimes I say AirPods. AirPods. Okay, see? So, you know, I'm slowly morphing into an old lady. And he wants me to um, replace him. He wants me to replace him all willy-nilly with no, you know, no down payment, no money, no nothing. Just, hey, mommy, can you give me? Three hundred dollars for some AirPods. Like <laughs> you don't sound like that. No. So I'm just want. I just want to interview him. So I'm gonna ask your icebreaker. A couple, actually. You ready? I give all my guests icebreakers, June. Mm-hmm. I've only had like three. Yes. I'm totally not a big deal yet. Knock on wood. One day I'm gonna be interviewing fucking Barack Obama, and I'm going to give him icebreakers of. Who are your first favorite, five favorite presidents, you know, in history? You got to tell me that in 10 seconds. And then you're you going to be all into this podcast then. But until then, I'm going to ask you, your first icebreaker, you got to pick or you have to um, rank these three TV shows slash movies. You ready? Mm-hmm. SpongeBob, Madagascar, or Shrek 2. You got to rank them. Uh, Shrek 2 and then Spongebob and then Madagascar okay I would probably mm, that's a hard one for me because Spongebob and Shrek 2 listen when I tell you June and I watch Shrek 2 a million times but at the same time Spongebob got popping when I was in high school before June was even thought of and I'm talking about the cool SpongeBob, not the shit that they create now. I'm talking about the SpongeBob. The Krusty Krab pizza is the pizza for you and me. Like that was my high school, and I was still too old for it. But they curated SpongeBob, I feel, for
for older people initially, right? So between SpongeBob and Shrek 2, that's tight. But you did kill Madagascar over and over again. You asked for that a lot as a little baby. So this is your next icebreaker. You got to give me your favorite Will Smith or no, favorite Will Smith movie and your favorite Tom Hanks movie. Mm. Um, the one where he was with his dog on the, um, in New York by himself. Okay. And then um, Forrest Gump. Oh, I wish I would have recorded this. Really? You're not going to say Toy Story? I, I forgot he was in Toy Story. No, you said Forrest Gump. So I am legend and Forrest Gump. I honestly thought she was going to say Toy Story. June Woodied me to death. Woodied and Buzz Lightyear me to death. So I'm going to tell you why I chose those two icebreakers. Do you remember our late cousin, Mona Lisa? Mm-hmm. So, she coined the phrase in my in my world of man-child. You were a little boy, right? Yeah. And she called you a man-child. And she had her reasoning behind that. Rest in peace, Mona Lisa, my favorite cousin in California. Um, beautiful spirit. And... She met June. She just really embraced June and adored everything about June. She had two cats. What were their names? Mm-hmm. Grayson. Grayson and Watson. What color was Grayson? I don't know. He was gray. What? <laughs> yeah, he was like a gray, a shady gray. You remember the story that Mona Lisa gave you about Grayson and Watson? About what they brought in her house? Oh, yeah. What they brought? I forgot. A dead animal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She woke up in the middle of the night and it was like a possum, a dead possum in her house. So, yeah, I'm not. She had outdoor cats. So, if you have an indoor cat, you have got to keep your indoor cat indoors. Otherwise, you will get a surprise. Although Tigo has surprised us in the backyard with a few items. But anyway, Mona Lisa coined the phrase of man-child. And it really rocked my world because um, I have a child that's grown into a man. So when I said, you know what, let me use this opportunity, these AirPod opportunity. <laughs> For him to break out of his shell. He's really shy. You know, they call me standoffish. My baby is a little bit more standoffish than me. Um, mainly because he's a lot more suburban. And um, he doesn't have as much exposure as I did as a child. And so it's going to be hard to break him from a child to a man. Right? And I do have that job as a mom to do that. June. So I was like, what can my icebreakers be? Let me look at what do we have in common? And I do watch childish movies and shows with him, right? 
sometimes you do come downstairs and say, hey, can we watch Shark 2 today? But at the same time, he wants to watch I Am Legend, right? Am I right? So, I said, let me bring out two icebreakers that are reminiscent of his childhood and that cultivate him into being an adult. So that is why I did that. I'm going to interview Joan with a few questions today. And he has to give me some thoughtful answers. Are you ready? You got to say yes or no. Yeah. When you interview for jobs, you, you can't shake your head. You can't nod your head. You got to be assertive. But this isn't a job. I know, but I'm preparing you. June is very literal. Yes. Very literal. And I'm okay with that. I'm embracing that. But certain situations aren't going to accept you being so literal. So I'm, I'm also trying to, you know, just in my world, just break the ice in general. Just like those icebreakers, right? Do you think that you have life figured out? No. You don't. You're shaking your head. No. So why don't you think that you have life figured out? Um, Because I'm only a child. I know, but you're about to be a grown-up in five seconds. You just walked Paris by yourself. Tigo. No, you just walked in Paris by yourself. What? We did. We had a dog named oh. Paris. <laughs> oh, we had a dog named Paris. Rest in peace. We love her. Are you talking about the dog Paris? No, you just walked in Paris by yourself at nighttime. At nighttime, while it was raining. While it was raining. Yep. I mean, you're June. This is happening. Yep. I'm not a dramatic person by far. I mean, I'm the most calm person that I know, aside from you. Yeah, I'm more calm than you. But you also don't pay bills. So <laughs> I would be calm. I would be way more calmer if I did not pay bills. This mortgage requires me to have a little sense of urgency. My son has no sense of urgency. So sometimes as a mom, I do feel like you have you think that you have life figured out. So it is good to hear that you you know that you don't have life figured out. Right. When do you plan to move out? Um, when I have enough money to. You're never going to have enough money to move out. I don't even have enough money to move out. Yes, you do. It's your house. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, you're never going to... You have to have a plan. I'm not rushing you out. Let me be very clear. So, let me ask you this. Does being an adult scare you? No. Is there any scary part about being an adult? Um, no. It wasn't for me either. I'm gonna be honest. I think that's that's the calmness of you that you got from me. I was ready, and I don't think that had any do anything to do with my lifestyle per se. I don't think that had anything to do with my lifestyle, but I feel like that was a part of my personality. You know, I was just born with that. I was born ready. At the same time, I do feel like 
You do have some clutches. Do you know what a clutch is? No. Your mama and your daddy. What does that mean? Oh. <laughs> and your grandmama, Miss Debbie. Your stepdaddy. Um, you have an awesome support system. It ain't, it ain't nothing wrong with that, Jim. But I need you to embrace that for sure. So that you know when you do go out in the world alone that you do have a great support system. And it's going to be one thing for me is, and this is going to be a lot for you to digest right now, but I was raised in trauma and there are people that are raised in love and you're going to have to navigate through that for sure. You're going to have to navigate, you know, that ain't my problem. You're going to have to navigate how to say no to people you're definitely going to have to navigate how to say no to a lot of people you're going to have some cousins you're going to have some uh, uncles you're going to have a lot of people that are going to think that you got it you're going to have to really learn how to say no so that is one thing that i'm afraid of as an adult in your life like June is going to be adult in five minutes. So how do I teach him how to navigate the people in his life that were raised in trauma? You can't avoid that. That's for sure. You just have to set boundaries, right? So that's an ongoing conversation that, you know, I just wanted to. You can be ready for adulthood. That's for sure. But I got to get you ready for the punches that come with that. I was ready, but I, you know, one thing about me, June, you know, one thing about me, what I've never been alone as an adult. I've never been alone. I had you when I was 21 years old. I've always had a roommate. I've always had, um, either your dad or your stepdad. I've always had a cookie. How she was just here. I always had a roommate. Tiki, you remember Tiki? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I've always had somebody I've never, ever, ever been alone. That's actually a blessing with my story. You know, Grandma Laura, Uncle Timmy, all of them. So what's the coolest thing about being a teenager? Um, um, um. Um, doing what I want. Oh, oh. <laughs> bruh, you have no idea. You get to do what you want as an adult even more. Cause do you want to do the dishes? No. So you don't get to do what you want. Did you want to take Tokyo outside when I asked you to? Mm-mm. Did you want to? It's it's a lot of freedom being an adult. It's a lot of ignoring responsibilities that presents itself to you as soon as you're an adult. So, as an adult, you really don't get to do exactly what you want to do. Um. So I kind of get what you're saying. You're saying that. As a teenager, you don't have the adult responsibilities, correct? 
Oh yeah. You don't have the you don't have the responsibility of paying bills. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you don't have the responsibility of telling your child what to do or changing diapers. You you're told what to do, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, June doesn't like to be on camera. But you're on camera anyway. Just briefly. I didn't video this whole one. I'm going to get to that point, though. So I guess that is the great part about being a teenager. You're absolutely right. I do miss that. Although when I was your age, I was working at McDonald's full time. Full time. 40 hours a week. That's why I work so hard that you don't have to do that. You get to really enjoy being a 15-year-old child turning slowly into an adult. So, do you like the party? Mm-mm. No. No. Why not? Because I don't like people. <laughs> I don't like people either. Oh, my God. Do you listen in podcast land? I don't like people and neither does my son. And when I try to correct that, I can't because I know exactly what he feels like when I'm having a party and I just want to go to my room. I've had a party where I literally went to the room like, okay, I'm sick of y'all. Y'all just leave when y'all get ready. So what do you think about when I do have parties at the house? Nothing because I'm in my room. Do you come get food? Yeah. So do you do slick enjoy the parties, right? No, I only enjoy the food. That's a part of the party. I don't like people yelling at me, and there's a bunch of smoke everywhere, and it's loud. And then they get me, they make me get the dogs, so now I have to stay down there because I have to get the dogs back upstairs. I ain't gonna lie, I don't like putting my dogs up. I don't. I feel like if you come to my house, you see my Instagram, you know I got two dogs. Bitch, don't come over if you're scared of dogs. Like, that's just how I feel. But. I try I try my best to think outside of the box and do things that I don't like doing. And it has an effect on my son. I recently realized that with the February trip that I took. Um How did you feel when and this might be an awkward question. You don't have to answer it if you don't want to, but uh I invited you on a trip. How did you feel? Were you excited? Uh, yeah. And then when I said that my friends that didn't want to go, how did you feel? Because you were going. Uh, I didn't really care. You didn't really care? Because I was still going. Because you were still going? Yeah. There was a moment where I was like, nah, June not going to go because I still wanted my friends to go. And they still didn't want to go because I brought up the idea of you going. Um, and there was a moment, and that's why I wanted to do this because I apologize to you in private, but I wanted to apologize to you publicly to the, you know, 400 downloads. It's not a lot of people that listen to this, but, um, to the people that do listen and the people that were living vicariously through that trip, the people that did feel like, you know, why was she sad? Why was she going through this moment? I did have a reckoning moment because 
you know, I did take back, you know, June don't have to go. And the people still didn't want to go just because I brought up the moment. And I had to apologize to my son because I don't know if you remember this, but you said, who doesn't want to travel with me? <laughs> what? <laughs> you said that. You was like, what? Who doesn't want to travel with me? Because <laughs> you've traveled, right? Mm-hmm. And that initial shock, that's probably why you don't remember saying that. But it was an initial shock of, wow, like, you know. But it was more of an, a shock to me because these were the same people that partied at our house and you don't like partying and I should have respected that so that's why I'm apologizing to you publicly because moving forward I am going to respect that okay I am um I don't think that people should be in here partying when you should and this is a part of being a young mom I learn as I go I grow with you June I had you when I was 21 so um on a school night specifically, those same people shouldn't have been in here partying, being loud, blowing hookah smoke. The same people that didn't want to sacrifice and hang out with you, you know, overseas, um, which is their prerogative. I'm a voice of reason. And they were they had their reasons for doing that, which is fine. But this is why boundaries are important. And this is why I want to teach you boundaries. And this is why I want to do this. So, and I can see the reaction on your face. I think that you might not say it and you may not be vocal, but you understand what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that means a lot to you. And I've actually, I've hung out since then. And I've said, no, nah, y'all got to go home. Y'all not finna wake my son up. So it's never been a big deal before. Now, if it's Nicola, she can come through and wake you up because Nicola would clearly go to the end of of the earth with us <laughs> together. <laughs> she gonna yell at you in Antarctica, like June, Tokyo. She gonna travel with us anywhere. But I had to learn that the hard way. And as growing up with the with the kid, you do learn stuff like that the hard way. I love having hard conversations and that is one thing that I feel like I am struggling with teaching you is teaching you how to have hard conversations. You just kind of take things as they go, kind of like I did. And then I don't want you to learn in your thirties how to have, how, how to have hard conversations. So anyway, what's your favorite trip? We're going to lighten the mood. What's your favorite trip that we've taken? Um, um, Paris. You know, I didn't expect it. I didn't expect you to say that. Yeah. You know, when we went to Turks and Caicos, you was so annoying, June. <laughs> you was so annoying in Turks and Caicos. You know why? Mm-mm. You was just like... Oh, I'm so happy to be here. And you were just hanging on me. You was at that size where we should have recorded this so y'all can see his facial reactions. You don't remember this? You got to speak up, Jim. No. (laughs) 
you was at the size, you was about half of the size that you are now. And you was hanging on me because I'm still the same size. So whether you have the size, you were still too big to be hanging off me. And you were just like, this is my first trip. This is my first trip overseas. And, and I was like, June, chill out, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you was all over me. But it's a memory that I'm going to take with me for the rest of my life because... Even though I was annoyed, I was happy to my core. Like, yo, my son is in Turks and Caicos. Do you know you almost drowned that trip? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember? Tell me. No. <laughs> I already feel like shit, June. Just tell me. No. Oh. <laughs> June, do you swim around me? Uh, not really, no. <laughs> Why not? Because I really didn't like swimming. But I don't. You loved it before that moment. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I don't know. Where were you? You was in a pool? He's smiling from ear to ear. Just a visual right now with his braces. He's so handsome. What happened, Joe? <laughs> Growing up with your kids, man. That's what I might title this. Really? Really, June? Really? <laughs> really? Just, just tell my house up. Okay, so I'll briefly tell you what happened. He clearly doesn't want to give his perspective. Um, and I was on God, I was not drinking. I wasn't drinking, right? Do you remember? Put your phone out, Joe. He's on his phone. And I was talking to Ken, actually. And I looked and you're, man, we really should have had a video. You was like the wavy inflatable dudes, just like, and I was like, oh my God, because I don't know how to swim. And you were barely five foot one. In the five feet. And Ken got up, but you had figured it out. You saved yourself. And mind you, Kim is Ken, Kim. Ken, <laughs> Ken is an expert swimmer. So, you know, that's why we allow him to go in the five feet. But uh, yeah, June got the fuck out of that pool, and I haven't seen June in the pool since. <laughs> you can laugh, <laughs> June, you was in the pool with your dad all last summer. His dad, he spends the summer with because his dad. Because I was taller than the water. <laughs> he, he spends summers with his dad. His dad kept sending me pictures of June in the pool. Because I was taller than the water. Flourishing. I mean, just goddamn. Black, backstroking, diving in the pool, just killing the game. But that happened when you was like, what? 11 or 12. So Paris is your favorite trip. Why? Because Paris, our dog? No, because it was fun. Which Paris trip? The last one. The last one? Yeah. In February for my birthday? Yep. I'm, I'm extremely thankful for you going. And I mean that. With every, it, with every ounce of everything in my body. 
um, that meant the world to me. So what are some trips that you look forward to? Like, what's your dream trip? This is my last question, I think. Um, 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 I don't know. So what's your second favorite trip that we've taken up in the Paris? Um, um, we've been to Italy twice, like... Yeah, that whole trip. Jamaica to beat patties? No. What? Um You you bust them beat patties down. No. I don't know. You don't have a dream trip? You oh. just asked me to go to Las Vegas. You just asked me to go but back I to LA. Been there before. Okay. You know Las Vegas is my favorite place. Why? Because you can get a little bit of everything. You get people watch. People watching on a strip is everything. You can get you a fat burger. You can get you that big ass drink from um, Fat Tuesday with the extra shot in it. You don't know about that yet. I'll get to that. Um, People watching is just crazy. And then gambling. If money wasn't an object, I would gamble all day, Jim. You know that? You don't see them scratch-offs I got in the car? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I love gambling. I love people watching. As long as it's safe. What's a place that you... Like, you just got to give me a place that you really want to go. Like... L.A.? You love L.A., yeah. Mm, you don't want to go to Tokyo? Bali? No. No. Okay. One thing I learned about traveling is everyone doesn't share your love of travel like you do. But this last trip I took, I text June at least three times. Tell me if I'm lying. You can tell me if I'm lying right now, June. You can tell the world if I'm lying. I text June at least three times. You're my favorite travel buddy. Yep. You know why? You need to ask me why. June ain't even respond to that, actually. <laughs> that ain't funny, June. Did you just say to yourself, yeah, I know. You say to yourself, I know. I'm the shit. What? <laughs> that last trip, and there have been some trips where you were like, when are we going home? Like 27 hours in. I mean, the full we can get a full day in. I say 24 hours, but 27 hours in, you're like, when we going home, right? You didn't say that not one time this last trip. You were very mature and you endured because it was a lot of traveling. It was not a vacation. There were vacation moments where we chilled, but it was a lot of traveling, right? There was a heated moment with your PS5, right? <laughs> you want to tell that story? Nope. It's because I was tired. Yeah, you were tired. I was tired too. But you've learned to... It's not worth complaining, right? Because we're going to get to where we're going. 
So June had to carry his PS5 through the Parisian airport. Um, our bags were too heavy. And we obviously don't speak French. <laughs> and he's just very uh cultured and cultivated and travel. That trip, I mean, I just can't thank you enough for being an easy travel buddy. I just really can. I just really wanted to use this platform to publicly thank you and to look forward to our next trip. Even though he does like being at home like his dad, his boring dad. <laughs> so funny story. One time June and I and Ken went to Miami, right? You remember this trip, June? <laughs> you got to say yes or no, buds. Yes. You remember when we went to Miami and we was down there and I have a horrible memory of like being a co-parent and saying, hey, co-parent. Our son is traveling, which is what you're supposed to do. I'm, I'm ter- I, I can be honest. I'm terrible at that. So we was in Miami. I was like, oh, shit. You told your dad we was in Miami? <laughs> you do that every trip. I do that every trip. And so I do that even in fucking Paris. Oh, shit. You told your dad we in Paris? <laughs> <laughs> now, I told him ahead of time last time because I needed some money. But anyway, this um Miami trip, I was like, oh, shit. You told your dad. And so he texts his dad, and his dad texts him. What's your dad text you back? Oh, he was in Miami, too. He was in Miami? <laughs> I was like, yo, son, are you serious? <laughs> he was in Fort Lauderdale, and we was in Miami. That was nuts. That was nuts. That's just how awesome your life is, man. So your dad, dude, he, he slips off and does some little traveling. He he's not as um you know social media as I am for business purposes, but he does slip off. So you got some awesome parents, man. You have an awesome life. And uh hopefully your um adult life is a lot more open communication than now. This teenage communication is, you know, it's a struggle. But I do want to uh, commend you for your maturity, for growing up with your young parents. Both your parents are young, even though your dad has an adult daughter, (laughs) a whole adult daughter. Both your parents are young. You've grown up with your parents and uh, your maturity is outstanding. And I appreciate you. And I love you. You're the most important person in my life. I like to think that I'm the most important person in your life. I know I am, actually. What? <laughs> Why'd you whisper that? Because <laughs> I am. You're a mama's boy. When you're not a daddy's boy, you're a mama's boy. But... What? It doesn't <laughs> make sense. <laughs> you ride for your dad, man. Anyway, this was fun. It was a little bit longer than 10 minutes, but I appreciate it. I appreciate your time. Anything else you like to add? Nope. Did you do this under duress? Yep. <laughs> it was still fun, though. Did you learn something? Yep. Do you feel better? Yeah. You do? Yep. Honestly? Okay. All right, next time. This was supposed to be an intermission. It lasted a little bit longer. We had some distractions, but 
See y'all next time.